Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you are very well. Steve Edge is here. Morning. Morning, how's it going? All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, crazy busy. <laughs> in and out, in and out. Booking holidays and, uh, yeah. you know, the top theatre show and all oh, these things. So, that... so much to do, isn't there? So much to do. <sighs> uh, I've just been on Lorraine. That's what I've just done. Not, I mean, oh, the have show. You? <laughs> oh, God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cracky. But, uh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's always hard yeah, yeah, when yeah. the show is named after the person because you can't say, you know, you're like, I've just been on Lorraine. Like, that sounds... Yeah. That's not social. Sounds wrong. Yeah, there's worse things yeah. you could say, but yeah, it does sound bad. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so I just did that. That was uh, Thursday. So obviously we recorded it. Um, did that live. That was that was all right. I had a little chat about me uh, me quiz. I do me quiz on a on a on a Friday night. So I had a little chat. Oh, about this that. is the adult. This is the adult quiz. No, yes. I mean, not like not questions about adult films. I mean. Ad- <laughs> Again, it's not like... As opposed to the kids' quiz, is what I mean. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the questions are geared for an older audience, not an, ad- yeah. it's not an adult. <laughs> it's not, no. <laughs> Which one of these? A vajazzle <laughs> is what? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so that's Friday night, 8 o'clock. And, uh, and actually, they go, they go on to the... the, the the YouTube afterwards, so you can you can watch them anytime. But um, I had some right technical problems last week. This is the week oh. after. Oh crikey! I'm just sort of getting used to it all because it's all new to me. All this, yeah. uh, you know, having to even. I mean, I could deal with the printing out my own questions and stuff, but trying to set up cameras and we've got lights now and everything. Really, my wife really goes for it. When I said you couldn't help me with this, could you? What I meant was, could you just press record once I'm sat down? Uh, cut to, obviously my wife's a, a TV producer, uh, we've ordered lights from Amazon, we've got a new camera on a tripod, she's trying to get the fill light and the backlight sorted, so there's no shadows. What is, is, it, is it a, like a spare bedroom, or, or what room it's, are you, have you turned into? It's not really a B? spare bedroom, it's essentially, because um, we're in a four bedroom house, and obviously there's eight of us. So, yeah. uh, we, so we don't really have a spare bedroom, um, yeah. but so but it's sort of the room that um, yeah that just nothing's in. It's just like a little box uh, at the back of the house. Um, but there is a uh, bed in it, so I've got to sort of crawl over the bed to get out and press record and then crawl back. It's not in shot. The bed. The bed's not in shot. <laughs> no, it's, you can't. It's just no behind camera. When I, yeah, when I first did it, I, the bed was in shot, and I, I realised I, I looked like I was working for Babe Station. Uh, with the with the cameras and the lights sort of facing the bed, I thought, hang on a minute, what am I setting up yeah. an OnlyFans account? So I thought, yeah. no, let's um, let's it's make like a really low rent babe station, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> well, he's really blowing the beard. Rent. What is going on here? <laughs> change, Stop, oh, change, the change the channel. Change the channel. Stop, poor babe station. <laughs> hey, all right. Just watch, Scotty. Might have some chips in a bit. <laughs> just, rub, just rubbing gravy on my chest. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> this is b- pure beef dripping. <laughs> Better than olive oil, this. Ring me now, I'll describe the smell. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, I mean, we'll, that might... Hey, we're laughing. It's, but hey, come listen, on sober. That is, that is probably not a bad... <laughs> I mean, it's all about niche, isn't it? But that is very niche. <laughs> You just never know. I, I never say never in this business. <laughs> can you ju- in a minute? Can I just Google if Stockport Babe Station is is been registered as a domain name? 
<laughs> we're having it. We're having it. Uh, so the quiz, which is not Babe Station, goes out on a Friday night. And uh, there's a kids quiz on a Wednesday as well. So get on the YouTube and... Uh, and get in and have a watch of those and um, obviously Google Stop Put Babe Station uh, if you want to it's going uh, live in two <laughs> weeks time guys La <laughs> <laughs> ah, Bisto This is Jason Manford This is Absolute Radio Where real music matters uh, Hey Steve the, the, the Rajar figures came in this Rajar? Week, you know. Rajar's like the um I don't know what they call. I don't know what it stands for. It stands for, for something. Radio. No. No, it can't do. And Jason and uh, Richard. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but David? essentially, Radio. Uh, they sort out the figures for who listens to radio. And oh, okay. I know. I mean, I know we're in lockdown, so more people are listening anyway. But since we've been doing the show together, me and you, it's gone up sixty-seven thousand people. Well, sixty-seven thousand people can't be wrong, can they? Well, some of they probably can. Well, they can. <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely That's good, though. Can. That's good news. Well, that's the good news, isn't it, that more people are listening? So we've got something yeah. like 670,000 listeners or something now. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? What on earth are you doing? Absolute rubbish. I mean, rubbish. I mean, I know people are starved of content, but... <laughs> I mean, we've chatted for we've chatted bins for. I mean, some, yeah. th- th- this is the height of this show. We we last week we came up with our own little jingle for bin chat. Bin chat, yeah. We've actually got a jingle. Wow! Do you want to hear the jingle? I'd love to hear the jingle. This is the bin chat jingle. Uh, it's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. That took our producer, uh, I don't know, hours, probably. Ten, ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> ten seconds. Ten, fif- ten, ten, fifteen seconds. So, I mean, that's uh, exactly how I imagined it when we were doing it, though. That's, yeah. when it, he's put that together amazingly, because that's exactly how it. I imagined it. He's yeah. absolutely nailed it. So, um, Slightly well, now we've drunken, played the, boogie-woogie piano. Now we've played the jingle, we better... We better have a bin chat. Have you have anything oh, going chat, on with play your the bins? jingle again? <laughs> oh, play it again. Uh, it's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. 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 So what's going on with your bins this week? Well, I've started doing uh, on a Wednesday night. Our mm. bins go out Thursday. So yeah. Wednesday night, I have a little stroll up and down the street, just check. Uh, it's like a community uh, service, I think. Just check. No one's drinking too much. <laughs> just have a little look. Have a little look inside the brown one. Yeah, yeah. basically, we've, no, we've got two. We've got a, it's more of oh. a box than a bin. We've got a blue one, which is your, which your paper, and then mm-hmm. we've got a black one, which is tin, you know, glass, yeah, plastic, yeah. and stuff like right, that. Got so you, that's got the you. one I'm interested in when I'm doing a Columbo. Columbo's. <laughs> Columbo's. Columbo's. I'm just yeah. wandering down the street, having a little look. And I go, yeah. Ooh, he likes. He likes. Kojak Daniels. Go Jack Daniels, yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking down the street and I'm going, oh, it looks a bit cider. Oh, white one. I didn't have her then as white one. And I'm, I'm dreading getting to ours a little bit. Yeah, you know cool. what I mean? Because I, I know roughly, and there's three of us in our house, because I've got my mother-in-law and my wife, and my son's here, yeah. but he only has a yeah. cabin before he goes to bed. He's not a big drinker. Yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, he, he does play ball on a Wednesday, and after that he might yeah. have a can of Fosters with the lads. But he uh, he's only four, so he didn't drink a lot. Uh, he, so I got to ours, and we'd, yeah. we'd had a we'd had a Thai curry or something. So the top Ooh, layer yeah, of nice. the the glass and the tin one was all was all like coconut milk, and I was like, oh, "We've bossed this. Oh, nice. We don't look that bad." Looked to the paper one next to it. Mother-in-law had, had a box of wine. There was a box in there, oh, four bottles. No, I looked awful. Oh no! <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna have a word. 
Sherlock Homebrew. Yeah, Sherlock Homebrew. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, yeah. I'm just doing detective. Um, I'm just a drunk and detective. detective. Drunk. Yeah. Drunk. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> Carl and Bergerac. <laughs> yeah, it works. Carl's, Carl's Bergerac. That's what I was after. <laughs> I like it. I think it works. This is our, this is our new game. Drum detectives. <laughs> Drum detectives. I think it could work. That's, you got any bin chat? Um, have I got any bin chat? Uh, no, actually, don't, not really, no. Uh, my wife put the bins out this week, so um, right. which I was living about. Out. She put Dave out, yeah. That's, a job, um, that's your job, isn't it, yeah. I was pretty annoyed, actually, yeah. Um, also, now I've got Dave the blue bin. I'm thinking of naming the other bins because we've got quite a lot of bins here in Stockport. People were surprised by this. Um, well, yeah, if you've got... Yeah, we'll talk about that, but I'm just saying, if you've got... Judging by our little jingle we've got there, if you've got yeah. a bin, bin called Dave, you should definitely mm. call the other one Chaz. In homage yeah. to bin chat, bin chat, bin chat, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so maybe I will. Um, What's your bins got... like? What's your bin selection? What have you got? Talk me through it. <laughs> well, right. So we've got a green bin, which is for your garden waste, but also your food waste. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, you, so, Different. so we've got a separate food one. So that goes in with the garden waste in those little sort of little... Is that one bin or is that like, uh, like a little bin? bin? Oh, okay. No, it's like a big wheelie bin. Oh, um, nice. So we've got one of those. Uh, and that's free, and is we... it? The garden waste is free? Yeah. What do you mean free? No, ours is not we have to pay for our garden waste, don't we? you got to pay for your garden waste. Yeah, if you want that green bin that you put all your what? garden waste in, they come every two weeks, you have to pay for that, you have to pay a subscription, you have to have a little sticker on your bin. How much is that? I don't know, I've never, I've just burned it all in the front. Just put it in next doors. I'm not sure, yeah. that seems a bit harsh, that. Um, yeah, no. Cognac and Lacey, that just came to me. Cognac and Lacey, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not as good. Quincy good. QC, because QC's a cherry, isn't it? <laughs> He was more of a pathologist. We're getting, de- we're getting desperate. <laughs> <laughs> um, any new ones. We've got a bra- so we've got a brown one, which is for your glass and your cans. Is this all? They're all wheelie bins. They're all wheelie bins. So my, outside my oh, house, right, right. there's like five this is wheelie different bins. Different to our system, right? Okay. I used yeah, to live but in it's London, and so you've got no sp- a bit of it. You've not got as much space there, have you? I suppose we don't have we don't have a wheelie bin. I mean, we have got a wheelie bin, but only because I bought it. But wheelie bins aren't standard. You don't get a wheelie oh, bin standard, don't you? Bought your own wheelie bin. I bet, I bet everyone hates you on that looking. Yeah, well, there, the problem is we bought we bought it online to fit sort of in the garden, in front. It's not really a front garden; it's a front bit. We put right. it to put in there so it would, you wouldn't see it at the window. It's okay, massive. massive man. Yeah, I bet. It's just tall and thin, massive. <laughs> yeah, because our system is we've got one bin. Which yeah. is your, your wheelie bin, which was a normal bin, yeah, yeah. and then we have two sort of carton sort of things, a, a blue one and a black one, and yeah. then uh, yeah, yeah, let's say you have to pay for your green waste if you want a green wheelie bin with a little sticker on saying uh, Richmond Council take this. I know it's well, it's a very different system. That does seem that does seem a bit weird. Uh, well, there you go. That is uh, that's, that's this week's, week's bin chat. Bin chat. Manford. Steve, you missing uh, you missing the football? We obviously play our. our we have our little FIFA for the evenings, don't we? Don't we? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I am a little bit. Yeah. Football. I know. I am. I've as so, well. I watched. Uh, I told you I watched Sunderland till I die, and I was looking for another sort of mm. documentary about a, a team that I don't know where their season panned out, just so I could enjoy. It. I started watching the Leeds one. Take oh, yeah. me home. Have you seen that? No, it's not seen by that. Ru- oh, it's not. It's not. It's not any good. It's not as good. It's narrated by Russell Crowe for some reason, and he's just going. He, <laughs> Leeds. It's sort of. 
Yeah, he's going, Leeds were the greatest team in Europe. They were feared throughout the world. You're like, Leeds? <laughs> Leeds? I mean, I know they did all right, but they're not feared throughout the <laughs> they're world. They're Milan, they? are they? No, they don't go into Spain and go, Leeds. They go, oh, Leeds, no. It's not, no one's, like, but Russell Crowe's really, like, it's like he's doing Gladiator. And they're the great players. Oh, no. So I couldn't. When it comes I to Ellen Road, I couldn't get left. They're now in League Two. And you're like, what's that? This isn't, you can't do that voice when you're going, they're in the Johnson's Paint Trophy second league versus Gillingham. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> no. Oh, so no. I couldn't get oh, into that one. And then I watched Fair one enough. about Borussia Dortmund, I think, which yeah. started yeah. it. All right, that was all right inside Borussia Dortmund or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, not missing it. I haven't found out uh, who, who to, where to go now. No, I know what you mean. Um, I, I've heard that the German league might be starting. Is that starting up this week? I think yesterday, we're, as German we're recording league. this on yeah. Thursday. I think the Bundesliga's, yeah, that starts, they're back beyond closed doors playing the games. I think every single game is on uh, BT Sport or something. Oh, right. So we can, oh, right. we can all have a little watch of that. Pretend we support a German team. Yeah, yeah. you've got to try and pick a team, though, aren't you, I guess? Well, you, you don't want to get in there and go, yes, and watch a game, and then it's uh, it's nil-nil draw. Well, my you brother go, sent me a handy um, uh, how to choose your ideal Bundesliga club. Oh, okay. Um, so how does like this a little, work? It's it like, like a little a... questionnaire, and depending okay, on... Okay. like a, uh, What do they call them? Like a flow a flow questionnaire, you know, where you sort of answer a question and an arrow points. It's the equivalent like... of that thing when you were at school when you fold the paper into a little diamond and you do the... <laughs> yes, it's basically it's that. thing that. and you choose one and you fold it out. It's that, but a computerised <laughs> version. Yeah, exactly. Um... Apparently you stink. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for that. I've only had a pit number three. Uh, yeah, so how to choose your ideal Bundesliga club. Okay, um, okay. It's like a bit of a questionnaire, and if you answer how you feel, you should get to your team, okay? So, okay, firstly, do you want to do it? Is it a lot of questions, or is it... Uh, no, it's only a few. Okay, no, go. A few. And each one, if you say yes, it leads to another question. So, okay. uh, the first question, the answers are yes, sometimes, or no. Okay. And this is whether it's you or it's you as a Wolves fan, okay? Okay, um, okay. Are you interested in winning... Yes, no, or sometimes? Yes. Yeah, of course. Uh, would you sacrifice all morals in pursuit of victory? No. Right, I mean, I'm a City fan, so I'm not sure yeah. what to answer with that one. No, we're, um, we're very fair, the Wolves. We're a very fair team. No, OK. So um, if the answer was yes, that would have been uh, FC Bayern Munich. But oh, you okay. said no. Yeah. Um, so the question then is, do you want to enjoy good football? Yes yeah, or no? Football, Why would anybody yeah. say no? Well, just because if you want to win, you don't care, do you, I suppose? Yeah, Your I team so. is anything managed by Sam Allardyce in the Bundesliga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that must be... Um, so if you'd have said no, that would have been uh, Schalke, I think. Okay. Um, or SO4, I don't know. The problem is it only shows me the badges, so I'm sort of half guessing yeah. which some of these teams are. Um, but you said, yes, you do want to enjoy yes. good football. Yeah, I want to okay. enjoy good football. Uh, do you work for Big Pharma, as in, like, pharmaceuticals? Um, no. Random question. Uh, well, Wolves, no, they don't. They're more banking, I think. So, no. Is it? Yeah. If you'd have, if you'd have said yes, that would have taken us to Bayern Leverkusen. Oh, OK. I think I'm a uh, Dortmund fan, but let's see, what, let's see how this well, plays out. OK, let's see. Uh, you've actually got two options left. Okay, so it depends yes. what, um, what you go for. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Do you consider yourself hip and alternative, yes or no? Me or my football club? I mean, both. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're hip. You think we're Wolves, alternative. You think Wolverhampton Wanderers are hip the, and alternative? The current Wolves squad is hip and alternative. They're all 22-year-old <laughs> right. Portuguese lads with beards. 
<laughs> and what about you? Are you hip and alternative? Uh, I've got a hip and it alternates. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've got well, a beard. Answer- I've got a lockdown beard, don't I? So that makes me a hipster. Well, I'm artisan answered- now. <laughs> if you answered yes, uh, you consider yourself hip and alternative. Your team yeah. is uh, SV Werder Bremen. Get in, Werder Bremen. Yeah. Yes. If you'd, if you'd Come no, on, the Werders. <laughs> Borussia Dortmund. Uh, oh, maybe you were very close. Then. Oh, yeah. see, well, I, I thought, you know, without your algorithm, I yes. thought I was going to be Dortmund. Well, I've okay. my, with the algorithm, I'm Dortmund. So I'm Dortmund and you're Werder Bremen. Oh, let's, no, let's both be Dortmund then. We can enjoy supporting the same team. Yeah, then team. we can be friends. Yeah. Yeah, we can have a little exactly. chat about it, can't we? <laughs> oh, I missed the shit of there, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, we can have a chat. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be quite. Fun. When you get in your shirt, you get in your shirt now, or you order online. <laughs> I, might, I might just, I might print the badge out and stick it on, let's, a, on a normal no, T-shirt. Let's both support Dortmund now, and we'll report in every week and how the season's going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where music matters. Uh, what have you got planned for the rest of the day, Steve? Uh, oh, I'm doing a couple of, you know, like you were saying about be, never being busier in lockdown. Yeah. I do my thing with my friend Julie, Dunbreeding it's called, with Denise Welsh and Tracy Ann Oberman and all, yeah. all the lovely cast. People can watch uh, that on? I think it's on YouTube now. I think on the first the, two on episodes are on YouTube. I think episode three might, might land today. Nice, nice. I'm also uh, just started doing another one, uh, another which uh, I don't know what it's called yet because I haven't done it. And I'm also got to do an interview with uh, some uh, drag TV. I don't know. I'm doing that. Drag later. TV. Yeah, that's right. Are you big in the drag community? Apparently so. I mean, it's news to me. It's news to you. But uh, I am. It's Euro Drag TV. It is. So I'm going to do it. Euro Drag me, TV. Euro Drag TV. They asked me to wow. do a little interview uh, because of when I was in Benidorm. And it's drag, as in not drag racing. This is drag. Uh, I think so. Like, <laughs> no, no, it is. Uh, like drag yeah. queens. Drag queens, yeah. So I'm uh, uh, apparently my uh, appearance in Benidorm made me a, a gay icon. Which, really? Uh, I mean, I was kind of aware of it because my boyfriend mentioned it. But uh, <laughs> I. Uh, uh, so yeah, no, it's nice to. Well, that'll be nice fun. To, nice to be it's asked. Nice to have it? something to do, isn't it? Yes, nice yeah. to be asked. And they've d- done some lovely questions. So. I'll find a new location where I haven't already filmed in isolation. Not my shed, not my kitchen. Somewhere else, just a bit and go, is he always in his shed, this lad? <laughs> so uh, somewhere different. Another room of the house, studio studio kitchen. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll be fun, a little drag interview. And do you have to drag up? Uh, well, they haven't said so, but I think I might, because, like I said, I'm bored. <laughs> yeah, just ask, you, ask your wife. Just say, oh, yeah. I wear some of your... And also, you've got to get out now if, if you ever are caught in your wife's clothes. Yeah. You can just suddenly say, oh, I'm doing this thing, the drag thing. The drag thing, if you ask me to do this thing, that's all it is. Don't worry about it. I wonder what your drag name would be. Here we go. Look, I've got, I found a drag name generator on, okay. uh, online. <clears throat> um, let's see what this would be. So what would your drag name be? Uh, the month you were born. November. November. And the first letter of your first name. S. Uh, S. And the first letter of your last name. E. E, so you are Madame Mimi Goodnight. <laughs> wow. I like that. She sounds like a, she sounds foxy. I like Madame, Madame Mimi Goodnight. Yeah, it like just it. sounds like she turns up, causes trouble, and then the night is over or you're knocked out. <laughs> I love it. I'd That's be Ida, I think. I'd go Ida. Ida Claire, I'd be called. That's Ida is, a, is the letter P, actually. Yeah, Ida, Ida Claire. 
Uh, I declare that's good. That's mine, my, uh, let's, drag. let's see what mine would be. Uh, so my, I am May 26. Oh, it doesn't matter about 20. It doesn't matter about the numbers. Uh, I was just letting you know because it's my birthday next week. Just in case it's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am I? So J, oh no, yeah, J and M. I am Dame Ornacia Filth. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds about <laughs> yeah. right, doesn't it? Ornacia. Ornacia. Never heard that name before. Well, it's my drag name, isn't it? Just no, I know. Out. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I love it. There you go. So well, let's, uh... let's, let's drag up, get our Borussia Dortmund tops on, hit the town. <laughs> Slash shed. <laughs> Zoom shed. <laughs> Matters. I had a weird moment when I was uh, on Lorraine, the TV show, yeah. um, where obviously I'm because what people do, and I've noticed this. This is before lockdown. When you post a picture, people love on Twitter or Facebook. The people love having a little look at the edges of it so they can find something to comment. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Be it you know you left uh, some wires are out or some enjoy that orange, did you? Stuff yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah, Just yeah. weird. Like yeah, he doesn't even, know, even know it's there. No. Weird. Anyway, what I got this morning was, and I, what I did was, where I film in this back room, is I've um, I've put some pictures up that the kids have made just on the wall behind me, so just sort of yeah. give it something to, to look at. But obviously you can still see the wallpaper. So I had a couple of messages this morning that said, so I got one from Lynn Roger on there on Twitter, who said, hey, Jason, hope you see this. My mum uh, just sent me a picture from your interview on Lorraine this morning. She actually has wow. included the picture. She really likes your wallpaper and would like to know where it's from. Okay, well, that's nice, isn't it? Which is lovely, yeah. So I obviously yeah. said, I said, look, it was up when we moved in. I wanted to get rid of it. The wife wanted to keep it. So we compromised and we kept it. And I covered it in kids' paintings. <laughs> oh, I've covered it in kids' paintings. <laughs> that's compromise. Yeah. And then, because I retweeted that, because I thought it was a funny sort of question for someone to ask. Um... Martin Kays uh, on, on on the old uh, Twitter there says, um, Jason, sometimes my, uh, he's obviously bored, so oh, my investigative skills have a use. Um, Harlequin Grass's interiors uh, is £52 a roll, but Argos have something similar for only £17 called Superfresco Easy Innocence oh. Mushroom Wallpaper. Oh. And he's included the link for this lady. Uh, for so he's like a wallpaper sort of. He can just look at any wallpaper and go right. That's just yeah. That's he's like you on a bet. You he bet, can look yeah. at any wallpaper <laughs> and say what it's from. It's, Super Fresco does a, a cheaper version of it. It's by Graham and Brown. I remember in the advert in the eighties. Super Fresco makes it easy. Is that expensive? Graham Fifty-two pound. Brown. <laughs> Is Fifty-two uh, pound a roll yeah. expensive? It, uh, I, I think it is. Yeah, I don't. Is it? I, I, I mean, haven't I don't wallpaper know. I wall, but, no, I don't know either. So. I it presume it is. Because it's, it's, it to do a lot. room, you're going to need about seven or eight, aren't you? I, I mean, guess so. Yeah, it's only a small room. Quid. Well, it's yeah. only on one wall, to be fair. So I reckon one roll probably did it, to be honest. I don't know. There you go. Wallpaper chat. Well, wallpaper. 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 Chat. Wallpaper. Chat. <laughs> <laughs> Matters. Steve, what was one of the best things about VE Day last week? What did we oh, love doing? Uh, well, my wife made some poppies out of a, yeah. an egg cup, and uh, they looked amazing. Not egg cup, like an egg carton, a box, egg box. You cut the little yeah. individual egg holes into the little. Love and it looks. I love the they effort people went. Brilliant. To. They looked and amazing. And what did you have on the radio? My son. And what did you have on the radio all day? Absolute forties. Absolute forties. Same. 
And it uh, was I, it was so relaxing, wasn't it? We absolutely loved it. If you enjoyed our special VE Day radio station, Absolute Radio 40s, there's never been a radio station which only plays the music from the 40s and the 30s and the 20s. Why? Uh, well, since 1940s happened, obviously. No, I know, but we need one now. Agreed. It was lovely, that. Well, there was loads of lovely interviews with people who remember VE Day, and oh, it was lovely. It was so really nice, really sexy. We had it out on the street, playing it to the neighbours, and oh, it was great. If you want to relive the shows, you can. Listen again in the free Absolute Radio mobile app. You'll get four hours of music, interviews, and some very special messages. Download the app in your app store today. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, Steve, I was in the paper a couple of times this week. I don't know if you spotted it. Uh, yes, um, or one of them. A yeah. couple of times. A couple of times, yeah. I don't know, just weirdly obsessed with... It was pretty yeah. much a slow news day. They, uh, I basically sold some houses about four years ago <laughs> to pay for my divorce oh. and a tax bill. And uh, that was news today for some reason. Anyway, uh, irrespective of that, the, the story I want to talk about is uh, was in the Daily Star. Who, okay. who's um, Yeah, who's... Uh, journalists Jerry Lawton and, and Daniel Bird, they're the overnight reporters, uh, they posted this at 4.55 in the morning on the 12th of oh, May. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah, busy, yeah. So uh, the headline is, Jason Manford wears odour-controlled <laughs> pants so people can't smell farts. Oh. <laughs> this is the big news. Oh, Shall I read you the story? Yeah. TV funny man Jason Manford has revealed that he wears pants specially designed to control foul smells so that nobody can smell when he passes wind, claiming they work well. Okay. You revealed mm-hmm. this, did you? Uh, was it? I, did, did you do a joke about, about it? it? I think I did a joke about it. Basically, yeah. I think on the radio we were talking about uh, using um, stuff that we'd been given as Christmas presents. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things my kids got me as like a joke was uh, these, they're called shreddies. Do they work? Uh, uh, well, I don't know. I, 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 I only wore them once for a laugh for the kids, so I don't really... It might be quite good to make one of the... You know people are making their own made masks? If it's got yeah. some sort of filtering system in there... <laughs> Definitely has, yeah. Maybe oh, it's, it's all... worth making a mask out of these pants. Scientific. Look, this is the story that uh, Jerry okay. and uh, that Daniel... Overnight, yeah? So this was like four in the morning. Four in the morning, this is come like... in with this. I've got the scoop, Jerry! And they just they were ready to go with it. <gasps> what what is got? it? And then he's looked at it and gone, is this real? Just come straight off the Interpol. My God, this is dynamite. That kind of thing. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Yeah, okay. This and then the pipe went, and spun round. And appeared Jason Manford wears special fart pads. Comedian Jason Manford has revealed he wears odour-controlled pants so no one can smell his farts. The TV host says he was forced to sport the special flatulence filter undies by members of his family, including his children. Forced. uh, Yeah, I woke up and they were just on. Yeah. As they they were fed up with his smelly antics. Jason, this is what's funny, right? At some point, Jerry or Daniel, I don't know which one did it, has essentially Googled Jason Mufford and Fart. Yeah, just to search. And included, and this goes back to 2012, Wow. All the That's time. His, this is investig- This is a scoop <laughs> that goes back eight years. This is proper investigative. We need more people like this at this the moment. Is, th- this really is like, digging deep. These are like the Aaron Brockovich's of oh, Daily Star. Amazing, these people. Uh, 
he has uh, he has hinted at his gas breaking habit before. In 2012, he mm. wrote to fans on Facebook who who think this is what I said in 2012. Hey, who thinks farts are not funny? If so, please say so on here so I can delete you from my Facebook page. You are no longer welcome. Well, I still stand by that. Yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. Yeah. I still buy that. In 2014, crikey. Yeah, I mean, I know they say, like, you know, some people go, I'm sorry I wrote that slightly racist tweet eight years yeah. ago, and I, I understand that's why I don't I'm not agree able with that. No, I, I don't, yeah, it was just a joke, and I don't I was, agree. Obviously, I don't agree. I was agree young. With that. I was, was stupid. Different. Yeah. You know. Farts were funnier back then, and, you know, <laughs> now we all realise how serious they are, and, you know, it's awful, and some people are affected, and they get anxiety by farts. But in those days, it was just a bit of a laugh. I'm not making excuses for it. I'm not making no. excuses for just, it. I, I know bad it's thing. Just like a. It's like a trigger right in my wife's face. Yeah. It's a trigger <laughs> fart. In 2014, six years ago, he yeah. tweeted, "Will Gaviscon stop farts?" Asking for a friend. Now, okay. look, I'm not. I'm not proud of my previous <laughs> posts. No. But you've clearly, you've clearly got a problem. You're reaching out. You're reaching out to the Twitter community. Every two years. It's like when people get. go Chinese restaurants in South Manchester. Go. <laughs> you're doing. You're doing that basically. <laughs> Gastric trouble. Help. Uh, last month, he posted a funny video on YouTube after teaching his Alexa virtual assistant to break wind. On camera, the comedian ordered, Alexa, do a large fart, which is funny now because anyone listening, uh, their Alexa will have just done that. Yeah. Uh, the machine produced a flatulent sound that uh, then said in her distinctive voice, that was a very eggy one. Try asking mm. me for a random fart or try, try asking for a 30-second fart countdown. Alexa goes on to produce huge farting noise. This is I don't think on. you taught Alexa to do that. I think it's just a skill it. anyone can so- enable. <laughs> Unless you created the skill, I don't know. That's the that's the, that was the big news uh, in the Daily Star this week. Wow. Well, there I'm looking go. forward to the big scoop next week. <laughs> fart chat, fart chat, fart chat. Fart chat, 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 fart. Can't keep doing that for everything. <laughs> we can. Matters. When I mentioned the uh, Shreddy's fart pants on the Facebook, quite a lot of people were like, Lorraine messaged me. She said, not Lorraine from Lorraine, just a different Lorraine. Somebody said, was called Lorraine. Uh, yeah, said, uh, oh, my God, never knew these existed. Going on Amazon to get a tanker load for my better half. Wow. They are a real thing. They're called, they're called, I don't know how they've managed to call them Shreddy's. No. It is, when no. there are... There like are Shreddies shreddies, are quite there? a famous, yeah, exactly, quite a famous product called Shreddies. But uh, Shreddies underwear made in Leicester, Naturally, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Shreddies flatulence filtering uh, pants. You can buy them uh, from the official website. Stress no more. <laughs> um, uh, Christine, for, <laughs> yeah, they make them in women's sizes as well. By the way, girls, this is not just for fellas. No. Um, if you suffer with excessive flatulence, a.k.a. passing gas, pumping, bottom burps, this is on their official fret thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then Shreddies are your saviour. They have designed flatulence filter underwear by the military. Well, the military have designed these. <laughs> I can't believe they've got it. Hello? It's, it's Officer Johnson here. <laughs> um, is that, that Lester? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah we've, got a, we've got a... We've got a... Yeah, it makes it bigger. We've got a problem with flatulence here in the army. Uh, did you guys uh, knock us up something? Your yeah, army. yeah, I got I got just the thing. Uh, it's bulletproof, uh, fireproof, gasproof. Oh, uh, exactly. hey, wait, don't worry about the bullets. We don't need bulletproof. We just... Uh, <laughs> 
What if you get shot in we the got ass? Our, we, we got our own thing for bullets. We got hats and things. Uh, we don't. We're not so worried about the bullets. Uh, we we'll take care of the bullets. You. Uh, okay. we're, we're, it's a gas attack, and, and I'm not talking mustard gas and phosgene. I'm not talking natural warfare. I'm talking, talking body bottom warfare. Burps? I'm talking bottom body burps? warfare. Yeah, put that on bottom the label. Burps. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Darren Wells says apparently they're very good. The Gadget Show tested them using Mr. Methane for demonstration purposes. Wow. Mm. Remember Mr. Methane? I do, but I mean, I don't want to pour scorn on their experiment, Mm. but obviously he he does a lot of trumps, doesn't he, Mr. Methane? That's his act. Exactly. So they can't be smelly ones. It must be like an an air intake thing that he's doing with his his anus. (laughs) Which is a hell of an act. Why has he never been on Britain's Got Talent? I don't know. Well, let's start the petition right now. <laughs> I did a gig with him once. I think Mr. I Methane. I think I did a gig with him. For, for the people who don't know, Mr. Methane uh, is a guy from, well, he's still, I don't know if he's still around, but back in the sort of 90s, he was on like The Word and sort he's of. He's on Jonathan like Ross that. and stuff. Jonathan Ross, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he basically dressed up like, he looked like the Riddler from Batman in a green outfit. And then he used Superhero. to. Because it's just like fart the national anthem and stuff like that, essentially. Yeah. And uh, I did a gig. It was for the Daily Sport Christmas show. Can you imagine? At the Frog and wow. Bucket. Wow. I mean, I died at death. It was not fun. Mm. Uh, but I, had to, I got there and I was stood at the back and Mr. Methane was on the stage, uh, on a table with his bum out, farting into the microphone. And I was like... Follow that. that. Yeah. I'm at, can I get a different microphone? Yeah. I, oh, yeah, I don't want to yeah. use the same... No. This, you know what I mean? That's not fun. Is he not bring uh, his own mic? He should bring his own microphone to every gig. You'd think so, wouldn't you? You'd oh, think so. No. So there you go. Shreddy's, uh, Shreddy's underpants for all your bottom burp needs. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford's show on Absolute Radio with Steve Edge. And thanks to our friends at Anchor Butter, we're giving you the chance to win a family bundle of goodies to get you through spring and summer. It includes a PlayStation 4 as well as loads of other great things for all the family. Uh, We want to spread some joy in this time of crisis. Family time is important to me and important to you, and it's really important to Anchor Butter as well. You lot have been going on the Absolute Radio website to tell us your funny stories of when kids in your family have been... Let's say less than perfect. Uh, and Steve, we've got some good ones here. Uh, okay. Here's my top three. Uh, Joe uh, Higgum says, My kids were amazingly creative in their madness. One day, they decided they would be figure skaters, so they smeared a whole tub of butter all over the kitchen floor and went full Torval and Dean trying to skate wow. around. Yeah. That's oh, tough, isn't it, when your kids are giving it a full bolero in the kitchen? sort of butter, was it? The anchor butter. Well, if it was, then they, then <laughs> they would won. that mean they win? win if, the if, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Debbie Newman. Our son Max was about three. He loved Teletubbies and would sit mesmerised during the show and then dance at the end with the music. One day, I smelt something odd in the living room and a day later it got stronger. It absolutely stunk. On closer investigation, it was coming from a bowl of potpourri, uh, potpourri by the fireplace. There was liquid in it. I put a bag around to transport it to the kitchen to avoid spillage and emptied it into the sink. We were baffled how the liquid had got there. We asked Max if he knew why there was a liquid in the bowl. He told us that he was bursting to go to the toilet but didn't want to miss Teletubbies, so he saw the bowl and used that instead. Well, we've all been there. We've hey. all been there. 
quit was in the uh, yeah. potpourri bowl. Kevin James, uh, not that one, different one. Kevin James says, uh, when my daughter was two, she had a little post box that had plastic envelopes to post into it. I came into the living room with her standing up looking guilty and could hear a whirring sound. She had discovered that the plastic envelopes were the same size as the CD drive in my PlayStation and she had decided to post one into it. Needless to say, the warranty didn't cover that. Nope. There you go. Three stories of... Destruction, butter destruction, yeah. potpourri destruction, PlayStation destruction. We're going to have a little think about those and deliberate which one deserves this prize. It's all thanks to Anchor Butter at the heart of Britain's brilliant foods, providing buttery betterness since 1886. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning, the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio with Steve Edge. And for the next few weeks, we are giving you the chance to win a family bundle of goodies thanks to Anchor Butter. Before that song, we read our three stories from people whose kids have been less than perfect. We had uh, Joe Higgum and uh, her skating Torval and Dean in the kitchen. Uh, we had Debbie Newman, who's, uh, whose kid took a little... A little was in the potpourri. And Kevin James, whose daughter decided to put some plastic envelopes in his PlayStation, leaving it wrecked. Uh, so what do you reckon out of the three there? It feels like... Um, it mean, feels like trend. the prize is a, a PlayStation. There's a butter yeah. story, which is, yeah, they're very... <laughs> leaning very on, much towards the competition. Yeah, so I think... <laughs> uh, but the PlayStation for a PlayStation, that's almost biblical, isn't it? Well, uh, that's, I think it that's, is, yeah. Should we replace Kevin yeah, James's so, PlayStation with a new PlayStation? I think it's only fair. I mean, the PlayStation yeah. 5 is coming out soon, so it'll be redundant. But let's do that for, <laughs> <laughs> for now. But for now, for now. Enjoy your Prezi. <laughs> it's on its way to you. Kevin James, brand new PlayStation, and a load of stuff for the family heading your way now. So congratulations. For your chance to win, head to absoluteradio.co.uk and tell us your favourite funny story of when a kid has been less than perfect. It's all thanks to Anchor Butter, at the heart of Britain's brilliant foods, providing buttery betterness since 1886. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. I don't know if you saw this, Steve. Uh, there's a photo doing the rounds this week. So there's been some lockdown protesters in America. Oh, OK. You, yeah, there's some people in America, I don't know if you know this, but um, there's some people in America who are f***ing <laughs> mental. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. it can't be. No, no they are, mate. Yeah, absolutely nuts. Um, <laughs> members, that's the, that's the beauty of the pre-record, isn't it? In a way, <laughs> yeah, exactly, absolutely. Um, members of a group called Blue Igloo marched through the streets of Raleigh or Rayleigh on Saturday, the 9th of May, in opposition of North Carolina's stay-at-home order. Uh, photographs taken during the demonstration show one person reportedly carrying a rocket launcher over his shoulder and two pistols on his waist. What? He was queuing at Subway for a sandwich. Oh, and he's got a, and the pictures of him with a, a rocket launcher on his back. To, what's mean, he going to do? Shoot the virus? What? I don't, I don't know what. I don't even know what they're protesting. What, is, were they you in, the, in, the, in the protest? Were they, were they two metres apart? Or were they all just bundled together like well. f***ing? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Blue Igloo claim on its Facebook page that the event was an opportunity to First and Second Amendment supporters to get together, oh, meet people, amendments. and get some exercise while we're all wasting away at home. Well, I'll tell you what, what you should do is all get together really close, maybe breathe in each other's face, uh, have a lick of each other's tonsils, go for it. Uh, the walk on Saturday wasn't a protest. It was gathering to support God, our God-given freedoms as Americans. We headed out for a walk to get some fresh air, sunshine, and some much-needed exercise. We're a peaceful group. Peaceful group with a rocket launcher. Rocket on launcher back. on his strap to his back, yeah. <laughs> An armed society is a polite society. Oh. Well, yeah, because people are terrified of getting shot in the yeah. head. I mean, I, I, know, it's, I know it's a... A very, very different culture over there when it comes to... But the, they are mad, aren't they? The gun laws are absolutely nuts. He's gone to yeah. Subway to get a meatball mariana with a rocket launcher. I mean, yeah, you'd, you'd get extra meatballs, wouldn't you, if you turned it with a rocket launcher? <laughs> Maybe get, like, foot long and then put, oh, like... You, no, sorry, mate, you can't have, you can't have cheese and... The, the, oh, yeah, you can. No, my mistake. Are you, you sure? Can, you can, you can. You, no, you, you, you can. <laughs> Do you want it flambéed? I'll uh, got a flamethrower in the back. I got my own mate. I'll do it myself when I get outside. <laughs> interestingly, <laughs> interestingly, the Americans aren't Americans in that story. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've all got Manchester accents. <laughs> Uh, the group said, we aren't looking for a fight. We, in fact, want the opposite. We want to put on a smile and shake some hands whilst holding machine guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I shake your hand? You can shake my hand. Yes, you can indeed. Honest to goodness. Honest to goodness. So that's what's going on in America. So next time you see someone sunbathing in the park, just think, well... Let it go. At least he's not got a rocket launcher on his back. <laughs> Matters. How's your first week been in uh, the sort of slightly relaxed lockdown? I haven't really changed that much. No, I have not changed. I haven't really uh, done anything different. Uh, Did you not find it interesting that this is just an observation that these like sort of slightly posh men, uh, the first some of the first things they did were open golf clubs and allow cleaners and nannies back into the home. <laughs> That was weird, wasn't it? It's, yeah, it's really like that. Like, that was the one thing. But when are the golf clubs going to open? For good <laughs> sake! Oh, I just want to do a quick nine holes. Like it's yeah. really weird. No. Ten- and also, like it's almost like someone who's never played tennis said, "Oh, tennis is all right because you're so far away from each other. You're, like, yeah. you're still using the same ball. Like yeah. if one yeah, of you has got, got it, <laughs> yeah, and you pick it up ball. to serve, and then you yeah. knock it, and they pick it up to serve. I mean. What are the social distancing sports I should bring? Fencing, you should be all right, shouldn't you? Fencing's all right, yeah. Because you've got a mask on as well. Yeah, pole. Yes, exactly. Pole vaulting. You can do that. Pole vaulting's fine, yeah. Yeah. Unless you can hit the virus off a ball with uh, with a really hard serve. Okay, well, yeah. I'm not not a scientist. No, I don't think anybody knows. So let's invent our own science. If you've got it on your hand and it's on the ball and then you hit it and it shoots off, I don't know. Yeah. Let's, I don't well, know how it works. Maybe wear one of those visors that people used to wear when they're playing tennis in the 70s, but all across <laughs> yes. your face. A really long one. <laughs> That's the way. But just well, wear it vertically. Oh, hopefully. I, I, I sort of understood what he, what he was sort of getting at. He was saying, uh, you know, be sensible, be in charge of yourself, and, uh, you know, stay alert and all that sort of stuff, which is fair enough. I sort of get, I, I sort of get what he was getting at. But it yeah. does, I'm still worried. I still am worried a little bit. I just think people, a lot of people weren't paying attention, like, before mm. he said that. 
You know, it's those yeah. people that I'm worried about. Not us. We're all right. Well, the, the problem with the state that the, those people they're very unaware of what's going yeah. on, and the new messages stay aware. They're like, well, they don't, they don't know anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, best of luck, it. everybody. <laughs> best of yeah. luck. Best of British. We'll get, we'll get through it. We'll get through it. It'll be over soon. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music. Matters. Steve, the other day, I started, obviously a lot of us have been doing a bit of extra baking, haven't we? Baking. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, one of the, I wouldn't count this as baking because it's one of the easiest meals or puddings that you can actually make, but I made a classic cornflake tart. Oh, yeah, the cornflake tart. Lovely, yeah. It's like a, that's yeah. like a school dinner sort of yeah. thing, wasn't it? Well, I was telling the kids about it. The kids were sort of talking, because my kids are like pat lunches. Essentially, when, when you're a kid, if you're on pat lunches, you would rather have school dinners, and if you're on school dinners, you'd rather have pat lunches. That's, that's the yeah. way kids work. And uh, my kids are... Uh, I just get them to do their own now. I just go, right, if you want pat lunches, make your own. Just get them to make their own pat lunch in the morning. So during this lockdown, I've just got, they've just been making their own lunch. Which has been oh, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. I go and they can make it for the others as well, so it's happy days. But um, one of the things I said was, I said, oh, when I was at school, we used to eat this, this, and this. And then I said cornflake tart, and they all laughed at me. I said, oh, you never had cornflake tart? I said, right, I'm making one. Yeah. So very simple to make. Uh, you obviously, I just did the roll pastry. I wasn't making my own pastry, yeah. um, so I just got the just roll stuff. And uh, I mean, you probably would make your own pastry. I know what you're like. It depends what it is. I wouldn't make my own puff pastry. That's a bit of a faff. That one. yes. No, this is just your normal pastry. So yeah. put that in the oven. Uh, I to blind bake that for a little bit. Um, put that in. Got it out, and then it's just dead simple. Then it's just a, a, a layer of jam on on the bottom there. Once you've yeah. uh, baked that a little yeah. bit, and then your your cornflakes. Get a load of cornflakes. Golden syrup. That's the key. Uh, some sugar in there as well. And you mix all that together. Some butter. Yeah, exactly. Some butter. I know. I made it with. um, I made it with uh, crunchy nut cornflakes as well. So it's already already had the sugar on already. (laughs) (laughs) None of my kids have got teeth. I call it the diabetes tart. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, a bit of butter, and uh, and then put it on top. Stick it back in the oven for you know ten minutes, fifteen minutes, something. It's absolutely delicious. Lashings of custard. Mm. Oh, it got absolutely nailed, and um, and afterwards I thought to myself, I'm going to start doing some more stuff. I made a, I made the cheese pie that you get from school. What? Oh, the cheese pie! Remember the cheese, the cheese pie? pie? Yes. Do you remember? It was the cheesiest yeah. thing you'd ever had in your life. It was super cheese, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know what cheese that was. It's no cheese. That was like that something ever... Heston would have made, where he'd he'd like infuse <laughs> cheese with cheese. The essence of cheese, a 50 yeah. cheeses in a cheese. The memory of cheese. Yeah, the memory of cheese. Yeah, that's what it was. It's amazing, that stuff. So maybe one of them Have you watched well, any of Jamie Oliver's, um, just on the really side equipment, have you watched any of no, Jamie no, Oliver's no, no. Keep Calm and Bait? Oh, he's doing it in his like, cellar or something. Ooh. He's got Jules filming it. But the first three, he had a bit of a crew because it was before it really went into lockdown. Right. And then on the fourth one... It was like he'd gone mad. His hair was all sticking up. <laughs> he was holding the camera going, get some beans, any beans, and I'm getting beans, peas, it doesn't matter. And just like, like, he was having a breakdown. And then somebody went, calm down. And he, can't, he combed his hair again. And then he's sort of a bit better now. He's, but the kids, right. the kids keep coming in. It's, uh, it's very, it's good. It's good to watch. Watch it from the beginning because you get to see a man have a full mental breakdown. <laughs> right, I'll have a little watch of that. Um, 
I was asking on Facebook about uh, your favourite meals from school. School meals, um, yeah. The cheese pie comes up quite a lot. Uh, the more the more I think about it, the more I think I should do a cookbook. Right. Okay. What do you think? The Jason That's Manford a bit of a leap. school. <laughs> <laughs> the Jason Manford school. Dinner. I like school dinners. I remember school dinners. I should do a cookbook. It's a bit go. of a leap. Is it? <laughs> Snoop Dogg's got one. I've heard of Einstein. I've sort of heard the word fusion. Maybe I could make a nuclear bomb. It's a bit... <laughs> Is it the same as that? That seems... <laughs> no. <laughs> That's Dr Robert Oppenheimer. More. But anyway. <laughs> Snoop Dogg's got one. Snoop Dogg's got a cookbook. Snoop Dogg has got a cookbook. Is it all munchies? The dog's up. Uh, delivering 50 recipes straight from the his own collection. Up. The dog's up. <laughs> the dog's up. It's a uh, shame cook- he's not British because there's a much better title for meaning something that's really good, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's called uh, Crook to Cook. Platinum recipes from the Boss Dog's Kitchen. Okay. What kind of things does he does he uh, like to cook? Oh, he's got uh, baked mac I'm and not, cheese. I'm not saying he's, he's not a bad cook, but he's also doing the Just Eat adverts at the same time. So <laughs> yeah, it's not Obviously, he tries to cook it and then forgets it. It burns and goes, oh, ring Just Eat. That's what's yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah, don't do drugs, kids. Uh, fried bologna sandwiches with chips. <laughs> um, uh... <laughs> that's like... That's... <laughs> That's like, that's like someone who's been like, I've got to go to work tonight, and they've left an uncle in charge who's in his sort of sixties, and he's never done any cooking because he's of that generation. He's looked in the fridge and gone, right, I'll fry this ham and I'll serve that with chips. <laughs> yeah, that's what do. that is. That's not a real meal. Soft flour tacos and easy orange chicken, and it doesn't mm-hmm. stop there. Snoop's okay. even given a taste that's of the high life with oh, remixes wow. on the upper echelon fare, such as lobster thermidor and filet mignon. Yeah, needed a reboot, the Lobster Thermidor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's what he's gone for. Um, wow. He loves loads. That's what he's gone for. Uh, barbecue oh, wow. twists and all sorts. Uh, keep it real, baby got back ribs. That's the dog. Baby and, uh, got back ribs? Yeah. <laughs> Billionaire's bacon. Yeah, wow. Uh, ain't no jive herbed turkey and gravy. So there's loads there. It's just like you're making it up. <laughs> <laughs> Bow wow no brownies and ice cream. Oh, well, you're making them up now. <laughs> Do you know, um, I have got a cookbook by Dick Emery, the 70s yeah. comedian, because he was a, he was a big cook. Yeah, but he was a big, uh, he used to love cooking, and he did release a cookbook in the 70s. And all the recipes are themed as his characters. You know, you know so like he's got like mm. Bother Boy, the one who's on a motorbike, and he does all the sort of steaks and the beefs and the roasts. And the vicar with the big teeth, he does all the fairy cakes and all the light stuff. <laughs> Yeah. It's actually really good. I mean, some of the language is a bit... Uh, it's of its time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe don't read I mean, those off of that. No, I mean, no, it is, I mean, he thinks anyone who uses garlic is 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 questionable uh, in the same <laughs> But obviously, he's a cook, so he has to use garlic. He knows he's right, but he's, he's made the mistake of writing it in character. <laughs> so maybe the Jason Manford School Cookbook coming soon. OK, looking forward to it. Matters. By the way, Steve, we were taking the mickey out of Snoop Dogg's uh, cookbook. Yeah. Let me tell you now, on Amazon, he has received mostly five-star reviews. Wow. Okay. Let me read you a few of his reviews. Uh, brought as a secret Santa present for someone who listens to Snoop. I was pleasantly surprised by the book. It covers breakfast, lunch, dinner, desserts, drinks. It's colourful, professional, with its own Snoop twist. I'm really impressed with it. It's a bit of fun and should be on everyone's cookbook shelf. 
Mm, okay, that's good. Uh, you feel like, this is another one, you feel like he's your best friend by the end of the book. A good read even if you don't cook. I intend to download the playlist music track suggestions while I'm joining Snoop in the kitchen and try out what sound like delicious tasting recipes. By the way, I'm a grandma and 61 years old. By the way. Yeah, By the that's way. Good. Yeah. So, a good read even if you don't like cooking. I'm not sure anything, any recipe <laughs> sure that's a good read no, if you don't like cooking. Oh, four ounces of flour. Plain flour. <laughs> well, I bought one this week, Dishoom. Do you know the Dishoom Indian restaurants? Mm, yeah. It's called Dishoom. Well, I, I bought it because I didn't know they had one, but apparently there is an illegal, like, uh, I don't know, people are sharing it illegally, this, this cookbook of this fantastic Indian restaurant. Uh, and so they posted a really lovely thing the other day where they said, look, we know this is going around uh, and people have sort of, Still, like, like if you stole music or a film or something like yeah. that, it's the same. You know, it's their book that they've created with all their recipes, and they wrote a lovely thing which said, "Look, if you, um, if you, if you like it, then please buy the book. That'd be great." Uh, obviously, we're not open at the moment, and all our staff are not employed and all that sort of thing. Um, they said, "If if you've read the illegal download and you enjoyed it and you can spare it, please then just make a donation to NHS charities together." That's nice. Uh, which is really lovely. And they also said, "And also, if you've not got any money and you can't make any donation, just enjoy." Enjoy the book and have a lovely, have a lovely time. So they were very nice and, and civil about it. So I thought yeah. I'll buy the book just to sort of, you know, say thanks. It's just got some cracking, cracking things in there, but nothing like when you have a curry now. Yeah. Like remember at school when they used to go right, it's chicken curry day. Uh, you've never had that curry ever again, no. have you? There was just like a pot with something that just said. Curry, curry seasoning, and yeah, they just they threw that so... in into Bisto or whatever they threw it into. No, but I mean, considering I went to a school in an in an area of Manchester that had quite a high uh, population of Indian, Bangladeshi, and Pakistani kids, not one of them complained when it was curry day. Yeah. Like that is a that is that is a meal from in your heritage, like your family, your history have uh, have been making that meal for years and years and years, and then this little school in South Manchester has gone. I think you'll find. This is what curry is, mate. Yeah, <laughs> like, but they've, that's what school dinners did. They had the power to sort of touch everyone's like sort of senses and soul, didn't they? So clearly <laughs> they were doing something right. Like, as I've said before, was. we had a pizza at our school that is nothing like a pizza I remember, but I remember <laughs> it very fondly. Two yeah. inches thick base. It was almost like a cake, like a Victoria sponge. <laughs> Lovely. And then the cheese, it was cheddar, and it was like really sort of thick tomato. But it was lovely. But it was—it's nothing like like a pizza or a no. pizza pie or anything it? I've ever seen. I have no idea, but I loved it when I was a kid. What about the spam fritter? Did you ever have spam fritters? No, I don't think I've ever had a spam fritter. Oh, the nicest—it's quite nice, a spam fritter. It's actually an American yeah. invention, apparently, and, and during the Second World War, when yeah, well, well the, the spam fritter, yeah, became popular in chip shops in the UK uh, during the Second World War when fish was unavailable. Oh, so they started just deep frying spam. I could, I could, I could imagine the salt intake of a spam fritter is all already making my mouth sort of like seize yeah. up a little bit. Yeah, you need a glass of Vimfest to wash that way. Yeah. We'd have a Lancashire hot pot. That was another favourite. Yeah. Or the cottage pie, shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie with lamb, cottage pie with beef. Um, yeah. that's, that was some ones we had, really. Lasagna, we'd have a lasagna. These are the ones that yeah, we think we, we had sort of go back to. Maybe we had sp- sp- spaghetti meatballs or something like that. Maybe. We, I was I was years before the uh, the turkey Twizzlers. Steve Hemming that, that on uh, yeah. yeah on Facebook. Steve says uh, turkey Twizzlers were my school favourite meal. Wednesdays were amazing because of this. Friday was equally good as we got chocolate sponge with green custard. 
Oh, and I remember the. It was like Do mint, wasn't that? it? The green custard. Wasn't yeah. it mint, the green custard? Yeah, and there was like a pink custard on some days as well. I don't yeah, know. Was that yeah, strawberry yeah. or I don't know? Can Weird, you still get a turkey twizzler? I don't think I've ever had a turkey twizzler. Can you still I'm get sure you Or are they like. Or do you have to go on like the, the dark web? <laughs> yeah. You've got to just walk through North London and some people are like, turkey twizzlers. Yeah. Turkey twizzlers. Hey, mate, turkey, turkey twizzlers. Turkey twizzlers, mate. Are they still a thing? Let's find out. Let's Google it. Uh, well, it's homemade turkey twizzler. Did they get banned? They didn't get banned, did they? They just got no, banned think, in school. Jamie just kicked off, didn't he? And, you know, rightly so, but I mean... But they got it in the neck, didn't they, the turkey twizzler? Yeah, that became the sort of, yeah, the sort of poster boy for bad food, the turkey oh, twizzler. Oh, hold on here, what's this? this? There's a headline here. Sorry, Jamie, the people want their turkey twizzlers back. <laughs> Oh, There's a petition. 11,000 signatures on the change.org petition website oh. to reintroduce the nutritionally questionable turkey spiral. He just wanted the kids to eat healthy. That's all. 2005, 15 years ago, it was removed from school canteens after the pressure yeah. Jamie Oliver did on his Jamie's school dinners. And yet, years later, we're still talking about it. Manufacturer Bernard Matthews agreed to stop supplying schools well, if you, if you, and discontinued yeah. the controversial snack later that year. So it has oh, gone. Oh, so they don't exist anymore. And Bernard Matthews died, no, didn't he, a couple of years ago? So that's the end of that. That's gone. It died with him. Oh, it's, it's Leaving us with a corkscrew-shaped hole in our hearts. <laughs> in, two, in 2018, many will wonder, why did we really need a 34% turkey meat into a curly shape to feed to eight-year-olds? But hey, mm. there's a petition to bring it back. 11,000 people have decided that well, it should come back. It, if they want any sort of revenge on Jamie, watch that episode, the fourth episode, when it looks like he's having a breakdown, and then you'll go, <laughs> well, look, he's yeah. paid his part now, and, uh, you know, he's paid his due. <laughs> Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Chatting school dinners this morning, uh, before I launch my school dinner cookbook that I just thought of this morning. <laughs> It's yeah. not really not a real thing yet. Yeah, but you um, just thought of it. I just thought of it, and now I'm thinking, well, something to do in lockdown, isn't it? Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I'll come up with one. Uh, Kim Hadrell mentions the cheese pie. We talked about the cheese pie that was so strong it made the roof of your mouth feel funny. Mm, yeah. Uh, Dina Draycott, my favourite was something we nicknamed concrete pudding with pink custard. They used to have it with. We used to bend the spoons trying to break it. It was only edible once the custard soaked in. <laughs> what, taken, put a bit of moisture into it? <laughs> yeah. Chris wow. Burke says, no idea what it was called. It was just cut, It was just stuff that Sheila in the kitchen had left in her pantry. It was very sweet green tart with green rice krispies. Tasted good, though, he says. What? See, that's hard, that isn't doesn't it? Sound that nice is like ready, steady, cook. Just what, what have you got left in your larder, <laughs> yeah. Sheila? That doesn't sound good. Uh, Anne Early says, Sadly, I went to school back in the day when if you lived close enough, you were allowed to go home at lunchtime. I missed out on these tasty treats. However, my mum made the best trifle going, sponge soaked in sherry. I keep going back to school. Hey, So we're going to talk about uh, the English language today. Ow. Yeah, we can talk about whatever. <laughs> this P.E.? <laughs> this, is, this, is bio, this is not PE, no, this P is biology. Why are you in my kit then? Why are you in my kit, miss? I was, about, I was about to ask you exactly the same question. Why are you in your kit? Put, you're not Where's in your kit. the goal? You've just, you've just taken your trousers off. Put Where's them back the on. the goal? Right, there is no goal. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, jelly topped with milk jelly. I don't know what that is. Uh, which had Angel Delight on top. Oh, Angel Delight. I bought some of that the other day for the kids. Oh, yeah. Not the used Angel it yet. Delight, yeah. Angel Delight was great. Do you think they like it? Do you think they're going to... Do you think they're? Do you think our kids are more refined taste than we? We just we just grew up on deep fried. I just grew up on deep fried stuff and sort of processed stuff. Whereas my yeah. son, like like I said, we've said this before, but my kid likes hummus and stuff, and he's I know you know what I mean. If I get if I gave him something with a high sugar content or that processed, <laughs> I would imagine he'd just look at me like I was from another planet, and I and a part of me would die and. He's still saying bath, but he sometimes says bath, and I don't want to well, lose him. I know. <laughs> You've lost him, mate. You've lost him. No, no, he's still saying bath, and he's still saying oh, grass, and he's still saying laugh. I, um, I don't know, really, with my kids, because, yeah, they, you know, they love a crudite and some hummus. Um, but then yeah. sometimes... I mean, whose like, kids, kids don't love a crudite? <laughs> exactly. But then, uh, <laughs> then last week, I was sort of stressing myself because I'd not, like, cooked anything for dinner, and then I just... Went in the freezer and found some potato smileys and some fish fingers and some mm. beans. Alphabetis, I think it was actually. Alphabetis. Yeah. Uh, Alphabetis spaghetti. And just made them that. And they loved it. And Did I thought, they? Okay. This is actually what I would have every day when I was yeah, a kid. And once day. a fortnight, mum would go, right, I've made a stew or I've made a pie or I've made it. Like she'd make, you know, because our parents, but then again, our parents were a lot busier than us, Steve. Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah. They didn't have time to do this sort of thing. You know what I mean? They were busy working. We, oh we used God. to have this lamb stew every sort of three mm. or four weeks. It was the only time we got the plates out that looked like a bowl. They were like a bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know those ones? And yeah. it was like, I still, to this day, I don't know what bit of lamb it was. I'm thinking neck, just because of the star shape of the bones in there. <laughs> Lovely. But there was nothing, you know. Oh, it were hard when I grew up. <laughs> and then on Tuesday, we'd have peas, just peas. Sometimes, if we were lucky... We'd have two peas each. We didn't have peas very often. We used to call them peas, but it were rolled up bits of newspaper. Peach up, peach up, peach up, peach up. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Now I've got six tons of dehydrated mushrooms in the cupboard. <laughs> Why have you got dehydrated mushrooms in your cupboard? Uh, because they're the fancy ones, aren't they? Puccini mushrooms, and they, they've right. got loads of flavour and stuff. Yeah. So what, you have to dehydrate them? Uh, you have to you put them in water, and then oh, uh, they, they the flush back up into, into a, like a exotic mushroom, and then you use that juice in a lot of in a lot of vegan recipes, actually. Oh, really? That sounds delicious. <laughs> so no, what, it, was like, it was like a posh Paul McCartney. In a like lot a of vegan beetle, recipes, yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> in a lot of vegan... I think I went because Linda was a vegan. <laughs> Vegetarian. <laughs> that must have been it. Mm. Why? Um, why have you bought them? Why have you got so many tins, though? Were people stockpiling uh, Luro? You were stockpiling posh. No, this was. No, no, no. It was, it was at the beginning of the year when. Remember when we used to do things like Veganuary and try and. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like make our like like our, our busy lives like a little bit better and have a purpose. And now we're just struggling to stay alive. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was in those days, and I think I remember trying to buy some. And you could only buy a pack of six, so I just bought a pack of six. But they're, they're oh, last I see. Year. They're dehydrated, aren't they? They last uh, as long. That's as... a lot in your cupboard. There can't be much room in there. Hey, I like it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> huh? Yeah, it's good. Huh? That's good. Yeah, you're a fun guy. <laughs> yep, yep. All this. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You having that? <laughs> you there, Steve? <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> the mic's cut out. I didn't so hear you laugh. It just dropped, I think the internet dropped out for a second. I didn't hear you laugh, mate. It did, maybe we'll... <laughs> Have you finished? 
<laughs> I said mushroom. There can't be mushroom in there. Oh, it is mushroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is it, week nine? (laughs) Help me. Where real music matters. Hey, you know, Steve, I'm a a YouTuber now. I've heard this, yeah. Yeah, I'm a YouTuber. Uh, I was trying to find stuff to do on on uh, on YouTube. YouTube and one of the things I found was that <laughs> YouTube you say I'm a YouTuber now I am a YouTuber I was trying to find things to do on um, oh what's it called <laughs> no, I remember it <laughs> yeah but if you're a YouTuber it should just come straight to it you it should really yeah no it's still quite a new world to me um, and uh, one of the things I noticed was uh, that a lot of people play games on on YouTube and people well, you watch w- you people. You watch them play, playing games, yeah. Playing games. It's absolutely nuts. Mm. So I, um, anyway, I started it the other day. I thought, this is a great way. And what it has done, by the way, between yeah. me and thee. So it basically means I'm able to play a game on, but it's work. Ah, oh, so yes, legitimise your hobby. You can go, hey, I'm actually really busy at the minute. I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually working, love. I'm working yeah. here. Uh, so I played, yeah, so I started one the other night. We streamed it for an hour and a half live. Um, it's not, I mean, like 4,000 people <laughs> were like watching what was, us. What game, what game was we it? We played, do you remember Broken Sword, The Shadow of the Templars? Oh, it was sort of like Dan Brown before Dan Brown. Right, I can picture the cover, yeah. What was that yeah. on? Was that on the PlayStation? No, no, yeah. this was on like, this on, on the Amiga or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was, this was years ago. I think you can get it on PlayStation, and I'm pretty sure it's an app now as well, but... Yeah, there was, um, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, Broken Sword. It's like a point-and-click adventure game. Oh, so like, uh, what was it called? Monkey Island. Yeah, Maybe exactly, like those ones. So good-humoured yeah. and a bit daft, but uh, it's sort of set in France. What's quite funny is how times have changed and stuff. Like you've got to try and find a phone to use and stuff like that. <laughs> it's, like, it's made yeah. in 1996, like before yeah. everyone had mobiles. And um, everyone in it's got like a terrible French accent, like from a lower, lower summit. Brilliant! Um, Sounds good. So it's great. Honestly, I was I was planning on playing it for about half an hour. Like ninety minutes later, I was like, "Right, guys, I've got to go to bed." I thought, oh, "Crikey, dear. I've turned in. I'm a YouTuber." You are a YouTuber, I'm or a YouTuber. or a, or a sort of fourteen year old. Pretty much <laughs> well, the same. Either. Either. Yeah, either will do. The, the other weirdly, so I do the quizzes on on the YouTube, um, and they do you know they do relatively well. We do we do a kids quiz on a Wednesday, and. Um, on an on evening, like I said, we do the Games Arcade on a Friday night. And then I do a kids' comedy club and various other bits and bobs. I've, got, I've done the bits of stand-up on there. Like, for example, I put a joke on that was, that was from my stand-up. Uh, it's filmed at the, uh, the plaza in Stockport. It's from the Muddle Class Tour. It was about high, uh, homeschooling children, how difficult it was. And it's, you know, it's maybe 5,000 people have seen it, something like that. Not, not, not a drastic amount of people. Yesterday, I just posted a video of me washing my car like a wow. time-lapse video yeah of me oh, covering nice. the car in foam and then washing it off it's so it's weirdly therapeutic it was an odd there's something about it that's quite it's hypnotic. A sort of new genre isn't it though yeah it is a bit because also you can see the clouds moving across in the bonnet like breaking the reflection <laughs> yeah exactly and, do a time lapse uh, in breaking bad the clouds always shoot past don't they yeah 30 seconds uh it is and it's been and ten thousand people have watched me washing my car in time lapse. Wow. It's an odd new world, YouTube. I'm getting, I'm still getting used to it. World. 
Well, you're a YouTuber, so, you know, get used I'm to it. I'm a YouTuber, mate. That's me. I'm like Ryan's World or uh, Jay, what do, you, what do you do? Me? Oh, I'm a YouTuber. Yeah. Oh, on, nice uh, to meet you. What's yeah. it like on a YouTube? It's good. It's um, I've got one of them uh, YouTube channels. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube yeah. channels. <laughs> yeah. What sort <laughs> yeah. of content you you kicking out? Uh, car washes, quizzes, um, wow. and gaming. Okay. So yeah. sounds great. <laughs> Absolutely riveted. Matters. Thanks for tuning in this morning on the Jason Manford Show. Steve Edge, thanks, pal. I don't always call him Steve Edge, but thanks for coming along this morning. Uh, what have you got planned for the rest of the day? You've got your drag uh, interview. You've got to go and put your wife's knickers on and do that. I think, yes, I'm doing that. And then I think I'm doing mm. a bit of filming in the, not in the shed, somewhere else in the house for something else, for another lockdown Lovely. TV show thing that no one gets paid for. <laughs> yes, I've noticed, I've noticed. All right, mate, well, enjoy yeah. the rest of your day. And, uh, keeps me busy, keeps me keep, busy. Keeps him off the streets. Uh, enjoy uh, the rest of your Sunday and have a good week. Stay safe. Thanks to everyone who's keeping the country going, all you fabulous uh, key workers and frontline staff and carers. Uh, we couldn't, uh, literally couldn't do it without you. All right, take care. See you next week. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.